Hey there. I don't know if this is anyone else, but I definitely feel like in midlife, there are some things that just kind of suck the joy right out of it. And in speaking with women and coaching, I've noticed a trend. And so I wanted to outline what I have found to be seven of the most common reasons that we feel a lack of joy in our life right now. Let's dive in. Well, hello everyone. Good morning. It is a very sunshiny morning here in Chicago, even though there's about 18 inches of snow sitting on top of my barbecue grill outside. So we have definitely had our share of snow here. I'm one of those rare people that loves cold weather and loves to see the snow. So I don't know how long that will last, but so far um, into my mid fifties, that's kind of my gig. Like I, I really enjoy cold weather so I can never live anywhere that's like hot all the time. Um, and I know that puts me in some kind of a weird little minority, but I just can't help it. I just think that everything just feels so crisp and clean, no bugs, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, today we're going to talk about seven things that can be the reason that you feel like the joy is sucked out of your life. Now, I talk a lot about this um, to different coaching clients in my practice, and there are some definite trends. And so I thought, I'm going to sort of track these things over time and just kind of pick out the ones that I think bubble up to the top the most often. And it's so interesting and I can't wait to share these with you. So number one is they feel like they have an outdated personal style. Now, this doesn't often come up as the first thing when they walk in the door and start talking about their feelings, but it does definitely come up. It is almost a result of the other stuff that's going on in their mindset. So when we look at at sort of our mood and our overall outlook on things, we really take for granted um, how much our surroundings, so like our home style, our home environment, and our personal style, we take for granted how much of an impact that has on our mindset and how we feel about life. So you might like the clothes that you have, but the fact of the matter is that you've probably had certain things for a decade or more. I mean, truth be told, so do I. And those things really impact your style game. And if you don't care about that, and if you really don't think that that's impacting how you show up in the world, then that's fine. But I have found that in a lot of women, this is impacting how they behave when they step out into their day and into the world. It's definitely worth spending a little time finding some things that are new, classic, that really I don't know, fit well and make you feel super cool. You know, just like you have this style, you are on trend, but you're not too trendy. Because again, you know, when you're in your 50s, you don't want to be wearing, you know, graphic tees from 
Abercrombie and Fitch. Like that's, <laughs> that's not what we do. Um, I mean, you can if you want, everybody can do what they want, but, um, just if you take the time to update and upgrade your wardrobe, get rid of some of those things that even though they're comfortable and you've worn them for a long time, that doesn't mean that they're really good for you. Um, sometimes we just buy baggy clothes because we feel like that that makes us comfortable in our mindset of, well, I just feel like hiding because my body's a little bit different than it used to be. Um, or let me just always wear black. That's kind of the thing that I did for years I just recently started adding color to my wardrobe so the fact of the matter is that when women do talk about their personal style it's it literally feels like something that hasn't been addressed for a long time we just keep adding other things but for some reason we can't let go of those staple pieces that we've had for decades okay maybe just a decade but you need to take stock, take an inventory of that and say to yourself, am I exactly the same person? Do I want to feel the same as I did at the point when I bought this, when this is what my general outfit into the world every day to day was? And I bet you'll find that you want a little bit of something different now at this stage and just really examine that. If you go out and you see a woman that's looking really put together and a great sense of style, you are going to notice what is it about that that appeals to you and how is it different from what you do every day, so from your fashion sense. Um, and it's not to say that you need to be someone else, it's just really recognizing what is it that you see that really inspires you and makes you feel like, man, I wish I could pull that off. Well, you might be able to, it may look a little bit different, but maybe what you love about it is just the idea that there's a little polka dotted scarf uh, tied around her neck and she still is wearing black, but the little scarf is like black and white polka dots or yellow and white polka dots or just something. And then maybe she's got some yellow flats and boom, you know, all of a sudden, she has an updated style that you like, and it didn't really take much to do that. So don't keep adding stuff and cramming stuff into your current closet. Really take stock of what you have. Look at kind of things that are stuck in the past and just revisit, maybe take some things out, make a goodwill pile, and make a few little changes. Okay, number two past failures. Um, we all have these and the older we get, guess what? The more of them we have. So they may be a little bit of a hit to our ego at the time, but they're absolutely imperative if we want to ever really live in a confident state of being. Because as we know, confidence isn't something that we just feel that we can think, oh, when I get confident, then I will do X, Y, Z. No, the journey uh, to being confident has some successes, some failures, uh, some things that you've had to um, kind of fall on your face and be like, oh, oops, I should have done it this way. And so you make a little adjustment and then you go again. The more you do that, the more you fail, the more you make an adjustment, the more confident you'll become in whatever that 
is that you're doing and it and it actually affects everything that you do so if you you know want to make a presentation and you think you have it all figured out and you end up flopping with your opening joke that you did well that's fine it feels terrible in the moment you have some regrets you're embarrassed but you know what you did it, which means that that's the hardest thing that will happen going forward, and you already did it. You already kind of fell on your face. So now you know what you need to not do. What a great lesson, right? And then all of a sudden, you can become more confident because you've the worst thing has happened, and it's behind you now. So anything that didn't have the outcome that you desired did have a purpose. So just always remember that. And you don't need to stay stuck in those because living in those past failures and just having them always float to the surface, anytime that you want to do something new and joyful, uh, that's going to set you back. So just adjust the plan. Um, look at that situation and, and don't be afraid to try again. Okay, number three, excuse me, <clears throat> number three, those habits that you hate. So we all have some things that are wonderful habits that we've just taken on and we are so proud of ourselves, right? I have a lot of great new habits that I absolutely love and I am so proud of them. And then I also have a few remaining that are just kind of mm, things I'm not super happy about. So when we think of a habit, you know, we don't often think of the bad ones. We don't think of the habits that we hate, but it's basically anything that keeps you stuck in a pattern that you really would like to change. So even if it's the fact that you intended to get up at five to have 30 minutes of meditation, um, but instead you've convinced yourself that the best thing you can do with those 30 minutes is answer a few emails and then you'll meditate after and now you realize that your meditation got so put on the back burner that it doesn't even happen well that's a habit that you've created this checking your emails first and it needs to change so when you just don't change it now you have another little thing in your day that just sucked the joy right out of it so with habits you know we've all heard the old 21 days to make a new habit um, adage and I feel like that's pretty true so if you can commit to doing something to change that old habit commit to it for 21 days and then once it sticks you know move forward to the next one so getting rid of those bad habits or at least the ones that you feel like have have maybe set you down the wrong course then that that can help a lot with you know uh, adding joy to your life so uh, number four all the people that bring negativity into your life definitely a gigantic joy sucker am I right there are people around us that just have nothing positive to say or that when you encounter them you just know that it's going to be a gossip session or a complaining session or when you ask them how they are they just actually tell you they don't realize like that was a rhetorical question. I just kind of want to know you're fine. Um, but they start, you know, giving you this litany of things that are wrong. And that brings you down. And yet, if it's a person that we've had in our lives for a long time, we find it hard to detach or at least limit our interactions with them. We just 
seem to be gluttons for punishment in that way. So those people, though, they, they plant seeds of doubt in our mind. They actually can make us feel that the world can be kind of shitty and it can suck and why even bother, you know? Now, granted, we don't want a bunch of people that are like, oh, you're awesome and life is beautiful and Pollyanna. We don't really want that, but it would be really awesome, wouldn't it, to have people around you that support what you're doing and kind of help you work through an issue or tease out a new idea that you have. Negative people, negative friendships, or just those people that don't really you know, build you up in any way, they can suck the joy out of your life. So distance yourself if you can, at least if not that, share exciting things that you have going on in your life with people that are positive and will support you. At least that will help sort of counterbalance that. Next thing, your unhealthy lifestyle. Now in midlife, we have a lot of things that go on and our body changes and everything from, you know, our, our memory, our mindset, our, our fat distribution, our, um, skin, our hair, like everything changes, but we know that we do have to change our lifestyle as we get older as well. There are just certain things that we can do that can make us feel better. We can't do everything exactly the same as we used to. We just can't. Our bodies are different. Our minds are different. So a lot of things come into play that can make you feel like, well, why bother? I'm already 30 pounds overweight. Not This is me. I'm not saying this is you guys. Um, you know, I feel different. I am a little bit in a funk. Why should I even try to make sure I'm drinking this much water every day? Well, that's not great. Uh, you know, our bodies just kind of want to start working against us. And sometimes it seems that even though we know what we should do, it feels like an insurmountable mountain to climb and on top of it we don't necessarily have the energy to do it but the thing is you don't really have a choice if if you want any shot at slowing down the energy drain and the weight gain we really have to focus on doing things that really support a healthy lifestyle so Start with small changes. Do a little bit more stretching, more walking, the whole meditation in the morning. And then if you do it consistently, you'll see that it will become a habit. But not only that, it'll become something that you actually need. And when you feel like you need it, you will make it happen. You just have to start. Another joy sucker is your fears. So maybe throughout your whole life, you've had certain fears about things, and maybe you don't know where they come from, but you just can't seem to, to shake them. They can just bubble up to the surface just when you're feeling that hype, you know, that energy to do something really bold, and then they just stop you. They just pop up and they're like, nope, you can't do that. You can't do that. Don't you remember? You're afraid of X. It does happen. 
this is something that you may need to talk to a life coach or a therapist and and really dissect what the issue is and find the root of that fear because it's possible that your fear is something that you have created a habit around that it's not really a fear but that you have such a habit of avoiding this thing for some other reason that it's more a matter of pushing out of your comfort zone than it is a fear that you have. You're going to see some things are actually fears that you have, and some are just habits that you have done for such a long time that you've convinced yourself that there are things that you simply cannot do. So having those fears, those insecurities, those little doubting red flags that pop up when you want to do something new, Think about what those really are. Work with it, talk to somebody about it, and just understand also that sometimes you have to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. When you're pushing through a fear, it is not going to feel good. Who is going to go into something that they have either avoided or had a fear of and just be like, I'm tackling this fear today? That's not going to happen. It's not going to go like that. You really need to figure out what it is. Why is that happening? Why is this roadblock literally just popping up in my mind? As soon as I think, you know what? I could do that thing. Well, there's a reason. And you really need to journal around it. Like, why am I saying to myself that I can't do it? What are the excuses I'm making? Why have I always said that? Is that true sometimes we tell ourselves ourselves things like for example a very simple example is I don't have time for that but is that true I mean how much time do you spend on Facebook how much time do you spend just in front of the TV how much time do you spend doing dumb things that now you've created this block of time that could be used for something so important and so valuable how, how much time do we do that I for one hear myself and I catch myself all the time saying who has the time and it's more like a tongue-in-cheek joke because I do have a lot of things going on you know and I'm always like oh who's got the time but I do even me and even when I had four little ones at home like if you want to do something, you will find the time. Fact of the matter is, like if someone called you right now that you loved and said, I need you to come and pick me up and then take me over there and it's really important, please, you would drop everything and go. So the things that we, we want to do, we find a way to work into our day. So it's just important that you determine whether or not the things that you're using as your reasons to say no are fears or excuses or just really good old excuses that you have thought are fears. Um, just really journal around that. Ask yourself, is it true? Is this reason that I'm stopping myself actually the truth? And the last and final thing is your poor self-image. Now, I don't mean like, oh, you're poor self. No, you have a poor self-image of yourself. Some people really do. And 
definitely being in midlife and going through some of the changes and um, just the idea that maybe we haven't accomplished as much as we thought we would by this stage of life, whether it's family success, career success, you know, whatever it is, uh, success on our person, you know, with our with our body, things that we've wanted to achieve, we get into a feeling of having a not so great self image. And this to me is the granddaddy of all of our stuckery. How can you possibly make any change or do anything inspired if you don't love yourself and really believe that you have amazing skills and strengths and that you deserve that you deserve better it could possibly sound cliche but it is actually the key to success and we know that when we seek confident people that have an amazing uh, self-image or at least walk around looking like they do we are attracted to them we see that as like a magnet and we're like i want whatever that is but when you go into something anything in your life and it's clouded with a little bit of a doubting spirit and maybe you're just kind of like halfway thinking like that's probably not gonna happen and and you get that familiar negative self-talk coming at you you're really not creating fertile ground for that change like you can't plant something new in really uh, weed filled rock filled soil you need to get in there and work through some of that mess and clear it out and smooth it make it nice and powdery and ready for that new seed to be planted make it available for when you know the the positive let's say rain comes that you can soak it in and then that seed can grow if we can clear up those emotional roadblocks and love ourselves first those seeds will grow but you have to love who you are so having a poor self-image is a real joy sucker but really looking at yourself and saying i'm an amazing woman I have amazing talents. There are things I have done or that I can do that most of the people around me have not done or cannot do. So believe in yourself. The point is you deserve to be having the time of your life at any stage of your life. All of the seasons that we go through are beautiful for their own reasons And even if they felt in the moment that they just sucked, it's not true to think all those days are over. The days of me doing something new for myself are over. If you can change up some patterns, create some new habits, get rid of some habits you don't like, you can actually take your feeling of hot mess and take it to greatness. Just remember, you have to believe it in order to see it. That's a wrap for today, ladies. I hope you have an awesome day, and I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.